Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I've decided to seek first the kingdom of God that Jesus commanded us to do in Matthew 6.33. And he says to seek first his righteousness. So I believe it is incredibly important to equip the church for the work of ministry It's incredibly important for me to preach the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth, and I am a living letter. I am a witness. When you see me, you see the Father, because Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I'm sending you. Jesus said, as In other words, I am a reflection of my Father, and you are a reflection of me. Who is a reflection? A copy of God. And you could easily read Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3 to say God copied himself. He copied himself. Why do I say things like this? Because Jesus reminded us to beware of the teaching of the Pharisees, the teaching of religion. He said that the teaching of religion, it actually displaces the kingdom. So this kingdom that Jesus preaches, this kingdom that is is given to us freely, this kingdom message, it is... It is displaced by the religion in our own mind. So sometimes I will shock you on purpose because I'm trying to shake you. I'm trying to confront you. You know, it was very confronting for Herod when John the Baptist told him that he should not have his brother's wife. It was very confronting for the woman who wanted a crumb. And Jesus said, I don't give food to dogs. It was very confronting to Jesus's mother when he said, my family, my mother is the one who does the will of my father. It was very confronting to all of us when Jesus said, and we read his words, I came to bring a sword, not peace, but a sword. Jesus said, fear the one who can throw both your body and your soul into hell. So these are the words of a king. These are not the words of a religious leader who wants to please man. These are the words of a king who wants to please God. When there were so many people following him, he said, drink my blood, eat my body. And it says in John chapter 6 that many fell away. Many fell away on that day. So as an ambassador of the kingdom of God, I've been called to present to you the gospel of the kingdom and to say that there is no other gospel. There's no gospel of just good news, of church, of salvation. It's the gospel of the kingdom. Salvation is contained 
in that in that message of the kingdom. And so I've been Jonathan. I've been sharing with you a message about the kingdom of God. I hope you enjoy this episode today. Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. The title of this episode of the Kingdom Dynamics podcast is Fortitude. And fortitude is defined as strengthening. You know, it's defined as courage in pain or adversity. Fortitude is courage in pain or or adversity. So listen to me, church. There will be pain. Jesus, the king, in the kingdom message, not in the religious churchianity that's a false, often a false teaching and apostasy, okay? Sorry to say. But in the kingdom of God, the king said, I guarantee you persecution. I guarantee you will have troubles. I guarantee that offenses will come. He said, but I have overcome the world. Blessed are you when you are persecuted. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you, not because you're a twit, but because of me. So Jesus Christ promises us pain. He promises us that the testing of our faith develops perseverance. So a warrior is defined as somebody who picks a fight. A warrior is somebody who picks a fight, not somebody who avoids pain. And I believe that the apostasy church, the lukewarm church, the love of many growing cold, it is exemplified by those who are avoiding pain. We don't tell people about Jesus because we don't want to be persecuted. We don't say to our boss that, you know, I'm going to church on Sunday or I'm not going to be vax vax offended because of my religious beliefs, because we don't want to be persecuted. We're avoiding pain. And what Holy Spirit is saying to encourage you today is that you are looking, the church, wide, widespread out church, is looking and asking God. He's saying, my church is asking me for structure right now. They want to know, where is it safe? Where do I go? Do I save money and do I sell my house and do I go start a farm and grow my own vegetables because of tyrannical government? Or do I just continue to live stream and and is that enough? Do I need to find a church that that meets in person? And he's saying that you're 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 clamoring for structure. Like Peter, who said to Jesus, no, no, you know, you're not going to be crucified. And Jesus had to say, get behind me, Satan, because he had in mind the things of man. He had in mind the things of man. 
He had in mind the things of man, but Jesus rewarded him for having in mind the things of God. So we're going to come back to the mind, but just prior to Peter being rebuked, Jesus said, these things have been revealed to you from my Father in heaven. So we are rewarded for our minds being set on heavenly things, not on earthly things. So you're not going to find the answers in the earth. You're not going to find the answers in the government, in politicians, in you know, trying to grabble and grasp and fight for some sort of end times. You want to, you want structure. You want to pinpoint where am I in the Bible? Where am I in the tribulation? And God is like throwing, snatching that map out of your hand. He's deleting that timeline, that whiteboard. He's saying, no, I will not give you structure. I'm sorry, but I will give you the word of God, because my words will never pass away, Jesus said. Heaven and earth will pass away. So don't fight against God who is causing the shaking. It's in The Bible says that God will cause the shaking. God will once again shake the heavens and the earth. The Bible says that God sends the strong delusion. So, don't fight against God by looking to find structure. Don't fight against God by avoiding pain. If Jesus avoided pain, he would never have been crucified. If Moses was avoiding pain, you know, he would never have gone back to Egypt to deliver the people. If if Abraham was avoiding pain, he would never have taken his son to be sacrificed, Isaac. If David was avoiding pain, you know, he would never have, have fought all of those battles. But a warrior is one who picks a battle. So what I'm saying to you is, <laughs> and to me, is repent. And the word repentance and the activity of repentance is the most beautiful thing in the kingdom. It's the most amazing gift Angels wish they had a, you know, they, they don't have access to this ability. My dog doesn't have access. My dog, the, the creation, only man has access to this amazing opportunity. The devil can't repent. The creation can't repent. But we can repent. Which is changing our minds. We are setting our minds on heavenly things. So look at your every area where you're setting your mind on natural things. Am I sick? Am I going to get COVID? Do I have enough money? No. Repent. It's really simple. He wants you to set your mind on heavenly things. Remember, he commanded you not to worry. He commanded you, do not worry about tomorrow. For today has enough worries of its own. So you can pray about today. You can ask for your daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. But don't ask for tomorrow's bread. Because who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. But if you are in the kingdom of God, then you are firmly established on the word of God. And no matter what 
is happening on the outside, you are not shaken. That is the sign of a son of God. You will shine in the darkness. You will radiate like the stars in the sky because everyone else is falling over. Everyone else. And you are the only person that they know who is not shaking. I want you to be an unshakable person, not because you're good or great or so super amazing and wise, but because you are standing on the one unshakable seed of the kingdom of God. Those who are shaking right now are not of his seed. Simple. Those who are freaking out right now, those who are clamoring and scrambling and trying to get on top, I'm not saying they're not saved, I don't know. But God is separating and he's shaking and he's separating the sheep from the goats. He's separating the, the foolish from the wise and we know that it'll be on the last day that we see who those people are. But for today, don't clamor for control. Clamor for the king. Clamor for the kingdom. Because remember those four types of soil The seed of the kingdom was planted in your heart and it's the worries of the world that displace the kingdom. It's the deceitfulness of wealth that displace the kingdom. It's the religious mindset which is on man that displaces the yeast of the kingdom. It's the political system that displaces the kingdom. A little leaven, a little yeast leavens the entire lump of dough. You don't want any yeast of the of the Pharisees. You don't want any yeast of Herod. To be a friend of the world is to be an enemy of God. So I'm helping you today by saying repentance is God's helping us today. Repentance is choosing those areas where you're looking at natural things and to choose to set your mind on heavenly things. Who cares if you die? You are going to be forever with God. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus actually commanded us to pray that we would not be part of the great tribulation. He said, pray that you do not live during those days. He said, pray that those days don't come upon you. But if they do come upon you, run to the hills, run to the mountains. Now, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But you don't need to know who's the Antichrist and is this the right moment to sell my house and move to the country. He may tell you to do that. Do as you set your mind on things above. You may see what the Father is doing and do it. The Father might be showing you a picture of a faith haven of a Christian community. Then go and do that and do it with all your heart and don't fear. Do it with fortitude. Do it with courage in the midst of persecution, in the midst of opposition. But he might be saying nothing. In in which case, go to work, love your family, you know, preach the gospel and 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 remain. Those who remain will be saved. Those who stand until the end will be saved. Those who did not love their lives unto death will be saved. 
So I'm encouraging you and I to set our minds on things above, to repent for every area where we've set our minds on natural things. And they will come because you know what? You live in a in a soul and a body. God is not going to take away your body. If you brush your teeth, you're going to have to brush them again tomorrow. If you cut your toenails, you're going to have to cut them again next week. It'd be nice if you could shave once and never have to shave again. But unfortunately, you're in a body. You know, Paul said it's better to be absent from the body. I would love to be with the Lord. But right now, while I'm in my body, I'm going to manage it. I, only I can decide what goes into my body. Nobody can force me to eat McDonald's. Nobody can force me to have sugar. I am responsible to God and I will look after my body, although it'd be way better to be with the Lord. But right now, I'm responsible for my body. But similarly, and probably more significantly, I'm responsible for my soul. I'm responsible for my mind my will and my emotions, what am I going to look at? Now, my mind can deceive me. My emotions can trick me. My will can betray me. You you can be married and want to be with somebody else. You can be, you know, at work and want to be on holiday. Your emotions can tell, your will can tell you, your mind can tell you. Anything, crazy things, horrendous things. Some some of you might have visions and desires to drive off a cliff or to hang yourself or to set somebody on fire, but you don't do it because you have been given a spirit of self-control. So that's where you have to transcend your mind, your will, your emotions, your body with the Word of God. You wouldn't know what to do without the Word of God. The Word of God says, Commit your way to the Lord and he will direct your steps. So you wake up in the morning, you say, mind, submit to God. Will, submit to God. Emotions, submit to God. Body, flipping heck, you submit to God as well. I'm not going to eat that Mars bar. I'm not going to set somebody on fire because they cut me off in traffic. I'm not going to send an angry email that I want to send in my flesh I want to send in my my mind says to send the email because I'm angry and because it I'm I'm right and they're wrong but the holy spirit says love your enemy okay so you need to mature you need to grow up you I'm telling you with the power of god right now god is very strongly saying very lovingly and gently and firmly saying, you have got to grow up and you have got to say no to your body. You have got to say no to your emotions. You've got to say no to your will. You've got to say, yeah, that's your will. Not my will be done, Jesus said, but your will be done. You've got to say no to your emotions and you've got to say yes to God. It is Christ In me, the hope of glory. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. Jesus said, deny yourself. And if if yourself is anything, it's your mind, will, and emotions. It's your body. It's your opinion, your money, 
your time, your perspective that he has commanded you to deny. And that's the essence of lukewarm apostasy Christianity. You haven't died to yourself. It is, it is you who lives. It's not Christ who lives. So to repent is to, to say to God, you know what? I don't want to live anymore. I want you to live anymore. I want you to rule and to reign in my body. I lay down my life for my friends. I deny myself. I set my mind on things above. Well, you're going to have to read the Bible. You're going to have to know the Bible. You're going to have to know God, the God of the Bible. You're going to have to pray and fast and worship God. And when you don't know what to do, you worship. It's so freeing when you die to yourself because you are no longer your responsibility. Christ bought you with the price. He owns you. You are his property. And suddenly all of those scriptures start to work on your behalf. They don't work. The Bible says God is looking to strongly support those who are fully committed to him. So if you're 90% committed to him, you have to be 100% committed to him. He's looking to strongly support those who are fully committed to him. Thanks to Jamie Walden for that quote today from Omega Dynamics. He said, if you seek first my kingdom, all else will be added to you as well. So he's not adding all else to you until you're seeking first his kingdom. So if you're seeking first your retirement and the kingdom second, too bad, you get zero. If you look back, Jesus said, you're not worthy to follow me. Can you see how he is a warrior? Can you see how he is absolute? So these precious promises, it is by faith and patience, the Bible says, that we inherit the promises. So put your faith, put your money, I'm telling you it's worth it, put it in the kingdom because all else will be added to you as well. Give and then it will be given to you. You don't get anything till you give. Freely you've received, freely give. So today that's my message for you guys. I don't, you know, I don't care. That's really just the truth and it's hard. It's hard. It's grow up. It's count the cost. Do you really want this? Do you really want this? What if what if you're the only Christian on earth? Who knows if there's anyone left? Who don't look again, that's looking for structure. Is my pastor going to reopen the church? Is my pastor going to let un unvax offended people in? You know, is my pastor going to you know going to ring me? You know what? If your pastor sets your house on fire, you're better off because you know you know where you stand. You know that you need to find another church when your pastor sets your house on fire. So you'd be blessed if that happened. So don't clamor for control. Don't avoid pain. Don't look for structure in this fallen, earthly, falling away world that is going to be wrapped up like a garment. In fact, I love the description in the Bible where it says that, that, that it's going to be vaporized. You know, God's going to vaporize this whole universe. It's going to be vaporized. I love that. 
you know, with the breath of his mouth, his enemies are going to be destroyed in a moment. Right now, yes, we you want justice. You want the government to change. You, God's throne is righteousness and, and justice. And there is unrighteousness and injustice everywhere in the world. And there is lawlessness. And we want him to punish. And we want, you know... Where is your sting, O death? You know, death is going to be the last enemy to be defeated. But don't worry. He will judge those people. He will. He will destroy his enemies. The devil will be chained up. But not yet. Right now, we are in a moment where we can repent. We're in a gracious moment where we can say, God, I need your help, where we can snatch other people from the fire, where we can preach the gospel to people. Of course, they're worried. Of course, they don't want to die. Of course, they're taking, you know, the the vaccination and all that sort of stuff. They should wear, you know, 10 masks, um, Jamie Walden said today, because they don't have God. If they die, they go to hell. If we die, we live forever. So we don't have to fear, but we need to tell them about Jesus Christ. And I thank God for the shaking. It's designed for two reasons. It's designed so that they would look up and see that you are God on the earth. That they who are being shaken would look at you and I who are not being shaken and say, I want to be like them. Their faces are shining because they have been with Jesus. And so that's the second part. The first part, this shaking is so that you can preach the gospel to those who are perishing The second part is so that you can shine and know that you're a Christian. You know that you're a Christian when everything goes wrong and you still have faith. Because it's the testing of your faith that develops perseverance. It's the testing because you're adding to your faith. You're adding to your faith self-control and brotherly kindness and love and patience. You're actually growing from one degree of glory to another. You're being transformed into his image until Christ is formed in you and I, and on that day we see him as he is, and we will be like him. So this process that we're on, this painful process that requires fortitude, that requires patience, that requires repentance and continual change, and is, is, a, is not about structure, it's not about control, it's about surrender. It's about, I no longer live, Christ lives within me, and he's saying to wrap it up. So thank you guys so much for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Pray for me. Pray for the the Melbourne Underground Church, and we'll see you very soon. Bye for now.